Well, this week's consistency went out the window. Hey guys, so today, I know we're a day late, I'm sorry, uh, I've been dealing with the flu, so it's uh Well, it is, it's flu season, and there have been a lot of cases of it, but... Um, and the fact that the weather here in Townsville has been nuts. It's, it's been normal for us coming from down south, but... Like we're used to it. Yeah, but it's not normal for Townsville. No, like... We got told when we first found out we were posted up here that it never drops under 20. Oh, guys, it's it's dropped under 20. It was 13 the other morning and, oh, it was beautiful. Everyone's complaining how cold it is. I, okay, we've been here a year now and I have never comfortably wore jeans and loved it. I am now at that stage. I'm still in singlets and shorts. Yeah, that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. That is definitely saying a lot. But then again, I feel like... This year, I've sort of felt the cold a little bit more since I went home in March, yeah. where you've sort of been in consistent weather. So, but then again, I love my excuses to wear my jeans and my jackets. And I stuff miss though. being able to rug up and wear long items of clothing, long yeah. jumpers and jeans and trackies. I miss that. Yeah, but I, I can't really say it's been a bad thing though. Like, yeah, I, singlet and shorts all year round. All year. But, it's, it's nice. But it's comfortable to wear jeans. Like, I feel like I'm sort of efforting a little bit more. Like, I'm putting a lot more effort into my clothes. I'm wearing jackets and hoodies and stuff again. Like, obviously, not that hoodies make you look better. Like but I, can see, I can see my puffer jacket just poking out of the cupboard behind us. <laughs> and I haven't touched it in years. I don't think I'll touch that till the snow. Yeah, that's like a minus yeah degree temperature. Yeah, so I don't puffer think, jacket. Yeah, so I don't think we'd be touching that because I don't think it's going to drop that far. Because well, not up here. Yeah, well, they did have some snow in Queensland the other day. Yes, on the border, I did see that. On one the news. border of Queensland and New South Wales, so that doesn't really count. It doesn't really count. No, but we are far north Queensland. We're a little bit further away than we think. A bit closer to the equator. A bit warmer. Yeah, yeah, a bit warmer. But uh, besides that, we were struggling with the flu yesterday. Well, I was. I had a little bit of a head cold, so I was very nasally. Up, nasally. Um, Sounding like a man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's sort of, it's been coming and going. I seriously thought it was allergies, and I think I actually coming to it, it is allergies, but it's also committed to the fact that We've had decent wind and everything. Well, I had the house opened. Speaking of allergies, where do you think you got the allergies from? So, the last couple of days, oh, the last two consecutive days, so what is it, Friday, day, so Wednesday, Thursday, mm. we happened to pick up a stray dog each night. But then at the same time, we've got a dog, so I can't say it's dog allergies. I think it's just it's just hay fever because it reacts with my eyes, my nose, my mouth, like my throat gets sore. That's why I've got Coke in the fridge for my sore throat. Mm. So I brought Coke. But, yeah, I can't blame it on the dogs. But, yes, Thomas is right. We twice 
Two times in 24 hours, guys. It's... <sighs> I just... Okay, I just want to put this out here. If you have a dog or a cat or anything that is notorious for getting out, get it microchipped. Because both dogs we grabbed from just dogs we've seen on our street. Um, the reason I picked it up is because with our street, we're sort of at the apex of our street. So our street is a loop um, and it's got really bad corners. So with us being sort of at the apex of our street, we sort of want to make sure that the dog doesn't get hit. Mm. So that's the reason I've been picking up the dogs. Oh, well, we've been picking up the dogs lately. I sort of think just for safety reasons. Yeah, and the, the one we found on Wednesday was a bit of a sad one. Yeah. It, it, we fit, well, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen him a couple of times the last fortnight. I'm pretty sure I've seen him a couple of times in that day. The yeah. day we finally were able to catch him. I feel like he was a stray, not not just a dog that escaped their backyard, but the an actual an actual stray, because he had you could count every single rib in his body on both sides, guys. Yep, he Ribs was very sides. malnourished. Mm. He had some scabs on him, some cuts. Here's the funny thing. <clears throat> so this is where we sort of started realizing that dogs in our area are actually getting out a lot like getting out a lot more frequently is because our German Shepherd Theo has been pretty much barking up a storm at the back of our backyard for our fence. So we have a house that backs onto absolutely nothing. It's just open land. Um he's grown up in this backyard. So we sort of were just like, okay, what's ticking him off? Um, a couple of times there's been people riding behind on dirt bikes, motorbikes. like That never of, faced him. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it never faced him. There was a couple of times um, a lady ran past. He sort of wanted to be like, Ooh, he wanted that? to get through the fence. Hmm. But I could never say that he wanted to attack what was on the other side. So, and our fence is sort of the weird one where it's got the gap in between each in, panel. In between each panel. So it's not like we're blind to what's behind our fence. So this was sort of a weird thing where when Theo hit one, he started figuring out he had a bark. And he barked uh, a couple of times before, but I never remember the like first this. time he barked. He, he scared, scared himself. himself. <laughs> yeah, he scared himself. So that's why we sort of thought, okay, our dog's not a barker. Oh my god, we were wrong. It's not so much that I hear him either. I think with our house, he barks like such a wuss too. Like he hasn't, he hasn't really gotten full control over his bark yet. So it's kind of, of funny to listen to, but then you hear it and you know, yeah, that's that's the yeah. Yeah, you can sort of really pick up on it. So the fact with this weather, we've had our house open, front door, back door, windows, all of it. We've just had the beautiful breeze coming through our house. So I feel like that sort of alarmed him a lot more because he can hear everything so we were dealing with this barking for quite a long time he was running up and down the side fences and everything i like did that. see the dog go past once or twice but i thought nothing of it because i yeah. thought oh maybe it's someone walking the dog but they're off the lead or one of the dogs like i said with our house being one of the houses um backed onto nothing 
um, one of the dogs might have just dug under the fence and gotten in. Yeah. Like, we never suspected anything. We sort of noticed that it was a dog, but with the fact that there's so many houses on this block or um, on our stretch backed onto nothing, we sort of didn't pay attention to it. We were sort of like, oh, well, Theo's not going to jump a six-foot fence, so it's not going to do much. So we sort of just put it aside and just sort of told it off when necessary, come to find out that on Wednesday um, I had Theo inside with me, I think. Yeah, I think so, and um, he was growling out out the front window. Yeah. Because I was on the phone to you coming home from work. Yeah. Is that Thursday or was that Wednesday? One of the days. Yeah, because it was sort of the same thing. Same thing happened two days in a row. Yeah. But I was on the phone to you, and you're saying that there was a dog, so I I kept a lookout on the way home, and I I spotted it. Yeah. And then we grabbed a bag of treats, and then... um, tried to catch him. See, the thing is, we, growing up, I was a very big animal person. I always had pets, whether Thomas, on the other hand, didn't. Theo is my first Yeah, Theo is his official first pet. Um, So I sort of know the downside of strays. Um, The one thing I was really worried about is if the dog was aggressive. He was just pretty much walking straight up to him which I was a little bit worried about. So I kept my distance. I didn't go further than the driveway. But the one thing that I caught my eye on is how quickly this dog warmed up to us. Because we had food. Yes, but that doesn't always do it. Yeah. That, like, a lot of people would think, oh, give it food and it'd be fine. No, not always. If it has been abused, which is what we thought it was possibly, um, it could actually take over as an aggression thing or a protective thing or Mm. like it won't want to get near us. But how quickly it warmed up to us. Even you, like just watching you hand it treats and then walk it back down the street to our house. followed me all the way back to the house. But I can't believe, I think... He might be sort of a dog where he likes people, but he likes women better than what men do. Because I sort of noticed once he came back to the house, he'd run to me instead of you. But he liked you better because you had the tub of treats, whereas I had a handful of treats. Yeah. I don't know. But, but yeah. He was, he was gorgeous, though. So, from there, you called up the pound? I, yeah, called up the rangers. And I was told on the phone that they had... Shut for the day. Yeah, shut for the day. Sorry, they don't do um, house calls after this particular time. So I sort of asked, I was just like, well, what do we do? They're like, oh, look, you can call up a local vet and see if you can drop off the, drop it off to the local vet. Um, so I guess that was our best, best shot Because we couldn't really keep it because we didn't know its history. And with CO, we didn't know what would happen. Plus, like I said to Thomas, it was sort of bad enough that we had brought it into our house and it drank from one of Theo's water bowls inside. We made sure to give it food, it sniffed the bed. So pretty much, it can't say much its territory, but sort of left its scent in Theo's territory. And we sort of noticed after we dropped the dog at the vet that Theo was sort of a little bit antsy around the house where he could pick up the scent of this dog, but he wouldn't settle. 
Yep. So that sort of was my worry, that if we brought this dog into the territory of our dog, it would stir. And I actually got confirmation on that when I went to the pound the next day to check on him. So that was sort of a good thing. Mm. So then we, we took him, ended up taking him to the vet just down the road from us. And they tried to search for microchip and couldn't no, find no, one. No, they even said, like, the receptionist even questioned about um, his health and everything because he was so skinny. I'm not even kidding. I... I have seen very skinny dogs on like news and like posts and everything like that. But when you see one in real life, it is heartbreaking. And I've, like I've said to you in the past, I've never been one for strays because or rescue dogs because I don't know the history, mm. don't know how they were brought up. Whereas with a puppy, you can teach it your ways and you know how it's going to react to a situation. Yeah. But this dog... I just completely flipped because I just had that connection with it. It was, like you said, it was so heartwarming. Mm. It was I a, felt it so was a sorry very for timid it. dog. The one thing is we questioned the breed. I second looking at it, I definitely knew it was a cross. Yep. I didn't know what it was crossed with. Um... Once the dog was at the pound, they crossed it as a staffy. Um, so, look, it wasn't a bad thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just sort of questionable what the breed was. Mm. I think I think we uh, tossed up a little bit after the vet sort of wondering what it was. But um, um, he stayed... Oh, we were so heartbroken to let him go. But at least we knew that night when he was at the vet... He was, was going to get looked up. Though. He was going to have a warm bed. He was going to have food. He was going to have water. Yeah. And then the next day, he because he wasn't claimed, he was taken off to the pound. Yeah. Where they put it up on yeah. their website. So the vet got me to sign <clears throat> a couple uh, a form saying that I surrendered this dog. I had to put my details down. Um, if he wasn't collected before 9 o'clock the next morning, um the council would grab a ranger and go to the vet to pick him up. Unfortunately, he did not get claimed, um, so he ended up at the pound. So that's where I decided to take a trip. Mm, you weren't in, well, you didn't really get to see him, but I didn't you get tried. To see him. I didn't get to see him. But I did get to talk to... Um, the local animal shelters, the staff there, they are really nice. They were so surprised how quickly I was ready to pounce on this dog. I was, um, if you haven't already gathered, Thomas and I wanted to keep him. But we thought in his state um, he was better at the vets for his health. If he deteriorated really quickly, they would know what to do. They'd have an eye on him, be able to give him everything they needed without us having to um, pay, him, yeah. pay for it. If I'm going to be blunt, like that would have been a lot of money. Mm. Um, but also we didn't want to leave Theo. I think we also have to think Theo is our... Uh, yeah, he's our dog. He comes first at the end of the day. Yeah, so we we feel like we sort of did the right thing, even though it didn't feel like it. But the lady at the pound that I was talking to, we were able to um, sort of establish some grounds. 
she was telling me that since he's now at the pound, his owners have five days from the day he arrives at the pound to collect him. They also have to have identification and proof that they are his. They will also offer microchipping and desexing and stuff like that because he wasn't desexed when we found him either. Mm. So they will offer all that to get to give him back to the owners. Yeah. We are now on a countdown to find out if someone claims him. Um, I keep checking on the website to see if he has been and yeah, he's still they up. do. They do put him up on the local. Um, City Council website, the Animal Shelter page, um, with sort of his details. Like I said, he wasn't microchipped, um, so it's not like they have the details for that dog. Um, So if he doesn't get claimed, he then goes through the whole process of um, a behavioural assessment. Clinical as well. Clinical assessment. If he passes all of that, he will go and then get microchipped vaccinated, de-sexed, wormed, wormed and all of that. They also do tests and stuff with um, the dog to see if there's any chances of any heartworm, parvo, um, anything like that, even cancers and stuff. So if someone does adopt a dog, um, it's not going to be... Get like sick a, in the next six yeah, months. Yeah, six months to a year and then drop like you know they completely look over the dog and its health they even do the testing so see if it's got food aggression see if it gets along with other dogs other cats cats. they also do if the dog jumps can jump over a six foot fence um so when i went in and they put down my details they asked me how big my fence was and i said it's definitely not four feet, but it, it's, it's, six, it's, it's six high feet. enough. It's high enough because our German Shepherd can't jump it. He's too dopey. Yeah, yeah. He can't even jump off the ground. No. But in saying that as well, like there is a really long pro- process for it. Um, I'm curious just to see what name they come up for him. With this, with oh, him. I really hope. Because oh. we, we started doing, we, we started coming up with some names and we ended up with either Rory or Leroy. Yeah. And hopefully, guys, if we do end up with this dog, if we do end up adopting this dog, we will post a photo of him. So what it's not like you guys all miss out. Is we could do a poll on Instagram. Oh, we and get could. You guys to pick the that would be an idea. Yeah, look out on Facebook and Instagram on our pages if you haven't already followed us on those. If we decide to get the dog, if, if we decide, we've also got to think. And about, if he passes all the tests, too. yeah, that's a good thing as well. The lady at the animal shelter said that because I've put my name down so quickly, I've showed so much interest. <laughs> if there's something wrong, if he gets collected in the first five days, she will ring us and she will tell us. If he doesn't get collected. She will ring us and she will tell us. Then he'll go through the tests that Thomas was talking about, all the processes and everything like that. Um, if he doesn't pass something, she will ring us and she will tell us, say, look, it might take a little bit longer. Or if he passes, she will ring us and she will tell us. So it's really good with no matter what um, happens, whether it's good or bad, she's willing to pick up the phone and give us a call, which I'm happy to. Like, I even said to her, just send me a text. I said, just send me a text and say, oh, look, the dog you were interested in um, got claimed. Because to be honest, I won't be upset 
I'll be happy if they look after him. I just don't want it to go back to yeah. a poor home. That's the bad thing as well. I really, with the state he was in, I don't want him to go back to the mm. home that look didn't look after him because that would just be going back to square one. Yeah. So that was Wednesday. And come then, Thursday. Yeah, come Thursday. So again, on the way home, I get another. Oh, I'm on. I'm on the phone to you. As and you're just lying in there, and you're just lying there in the bedroom. It's Theo with the windows open. And I just hear him growl. Like, I'm not even like a, a deep growl, guys. Like, I felt the bed vibrate. And there was another brand dog running around the front. That I've now found out. His name is Chester. And he was... He's a foster dog? Yeah, he's a foster dog. From across the road. A skate artist, hey? Yes. A, a very good escape artist, because he got out again this morning. So it was so funny because we grabbed the dog and we're just like, oh, let's just take, take it, it to, to the, the vet, vet, get it checked for a chip, and yet again, it had no chip. But apparently he is chip. They just couldn't find it. They couldn't find it, which is so weird because the lady actually scanned his front, his back, his sides, and we're just like, where did they put this chip? If he's chip, this should pick it up. But um, she did go on to say, though, that sometimes it can be they chip them in weird places or it can move. That's true. Mm. I have heard that before. Because it's just under the skin. It's not attached to anything. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> yeah. So, like Tom was saying, it was sort of a weird thing. But we this time we sort of thought, okay, this dog looks in better shape. It has an actual collar on, so it must be owned. We ended up taking a couple of... Very not-so-clear photos. Thomas posted them on Facebook. The Lost lost Dogs for Our Area. Yeah, just a Facebook Facebook page. page. And we actually got a reply so quickly. We um, found out that our over-the-road neighbour, which was actually a girl I worked with at my job, um, she owned him. Or fostering. Fostering, yeah, yeah. She hasn't completely adopted him yet, and I feel like after the fact that she's now titled him an escape artist, it's not gonna be a good one. No, it's not gonna be a good because we we thought we were doing the right thing both times taking to the vet. Like we would have been happy to have him around, but with Theo, we like we said always worried. Yeah, we got to think. We've got a dog of our own. I know Theo will get along with any dog. It's the other dogs, whether they'll like him. Yes. Also, as well, I also have to think about territory. I, I'm i really starting to think now, with Theo being the only dog and this being the house that he was raised in, it's going to be something where he's going to probably start getting a bit territorial, which I hate to say it, but it seems like it because he only ever barks or growls when he's at home. I haven't seen it. We take him to the dog park nearly nearly every day, but I have never seen him act the same way at yeah. the dog park. It's like home. This is his yep. home. He's going to protect it. And protect us. Yes. So that's where I feel like bringing in a dog like the strays we've picked up lately is going to be a bad idea because we don't know, A, how... He'll react. 
or B, what they could do to him. Exactly. And we don't want to lose either dog. Which actually brings us on to what was supposed to be the topic of tonight's podcast. Mm-hmm. Houses. Yeah. Because with all these dogs we've been getting. Or looking at. Looking at. We need a bigger house. <laughs> so I don't know if we've mentioned in previous podcasts, we do move around a lot for work. Um, so the current house we live in is a duplex, so it's on a lot, but it's a... A big house with a big, thick wall down the middle? Yep. One unit on one side, another unit on the other. Yep. And both units come with three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and one garage, which isn't bad. We thought this was a really good house, but we actually brought Theo up here, so that's sort of where things have changed. We always knew we wanted dogs, and we always knew we wanted more than one dog, so this started processing a little bit. To be honest, I've been looking at houses for like ever. I really don't know. Window shopping. Exactly. But I feel like since I've moved up here, because where we were living back home, I didn't know display houses existed. And then it's like the second we come up here, boom, they're everywhere. We have looked at every single display home. Within six months. Yep. Within our first six months. And you were working weekends too, so yeah, we, we managed to do it. Yeah. Well, the first few months I feel like it just gave us something to do over the weekend. Yeah. When I wasn't working. But get to say this, it it really, I reckon it, it sparked a fire, I reckon. It's definitely something, whether we buy, rent, um, build, we, we just want a house. And the thing that hasn't helped it is House Rules is on at the moment. Mm. Yeah, we, uh, like, I watch House Rules just for the fact to watch something every night or have something to look forward to. But then this one started watching it with me and it's like, okay, Saturday's, oh, sorry, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Gone. Out seven, the seven or yeah. 7.30. Nah, phone off, like, on the couch watching House Rules. And then your damn rings. Yes. Every time. Every time. Every time I'm doing something, we're in the shower, doing this podcast, watching House Rules, my dad rings me and it's just like, no! <laughs> and the thing is, we can see it coming. We always see it coming. He rang me before, but this time I get my phone on silent. <clears throat> I had to miss it. It's always funny with that too. Whenever I try to ring you, you're always on the phone to him. Or whether I'm, when I'm on the phone with you, he always tries to ring you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you guys have... What is it like? Well, um, or something like telepathy or whatever. Yeah, that's the word. And like you both want to get a hold of me at the same time. Just think about it. You're popular. Mm-mm. Not popular if the only two people are me or my boyfriend and my dad. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good. <laughs> hey, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But anyway, so we've been looking at houses for a really long time online. Driving I first started out with the display houses, looking at them and seeing the designs. Or seeing what's possible, actually. Yeah, but more with the designs so we could put in our own house. Mm. So furnishing ideas okay. and all those. Yeah, with furnishing ideas and stuff like that and, like, the layout. What are three things our house has to have? A uh, walk-in room. Mm-hmm. A walk-in pantry mm-hmm. and a massive walk-in shower. Mm-hmm. So no double 
garage, no pool, no big backyard. Hey, I only had three options. I could have kept going. <laughs> yeah, you look, you're not wrong there. And that's why it's going to cost us a fortune. Yes. But, okay, so here's my dilemma, right? Our lease runs up in the next two months. So here's where I am contemplating whether we move out of this house in two months and go rent a bigger place or obviously buying a house is not going to take two months. It's going to take a long time, but especially with me not working currently, it's going to take a really long time. So here's where I started thinking efficiently. Two months, Elise runs out. Let's go rent a bigger house somewhere else and look at options of buying. But I spoke too soon and there's this house in the next suburb over (laughs) that I'm not even kidding. I was talking to my father last night on the phone and I was trying to convince him to come have a look at it with me next weekend when he comes up. So he flies. Well, he doesn't actually fly this time. He'll He'll be up here anyway. Yeah, um, so he he will finish his last tour for work on Friday, and we'll pick him up on Friday. So I was thinking maybe Saturday or Sunday, going to the house. This is a house that um, definitely way, not way, but like probably about two and a half, like $250,000 over budget. We had a budget to begin with. Like, house-wise, <laughs> like, yeah. to be honest, I've been told it's easier to buy than rent up here at the moment because of all the houses and everything, all the developments and stuff are actually getting cheaper. But I'm not even kidding, guys. It, if you want a four-bedroom, two-bathroom house to buy, you're looking at still four, uh, 400000 At least. At least. And that's just going to come with the standard. And at the moment, we're living with the duplex, so it's just standard, but it's three bedroom, two bathroom. It's just standard. Not saying there's anything wrong with a standard house, but when we want the flexibility of being able to have people around, we want to have a decent yard for the dog. We need a studio. We need a studio. Um, (laughs) We have two cars, but hopefully soon we'll have three cars. Um, we've had this problem before where we've had three cars. Like, I had my old Holden, don't have that anymore. I had my old Holden, I don't have that anymore. Yes, we're getting rid of the Holdens. Um, and then I ended up with the Ford. Yes, he switched teams, guys. Um, but in saying that, like, we just don't know where we will be or what we'll have in the next few years. But I just feel like you can't plan that. It's sort of what happens, happens. And this house that we were looking at, or I looking at, I did drag you along to the house inspection. I'm kind of glad you did. Yes. I enjoyed the house. It was very nice. Yes, which is a first because he is very picky. Hey, I know what I want. I know what I want too. I'm not saying I'm going to be like this big fancy house. Guys, the kitchen is smaller than our one right now. But. And I love a kitchen. Yeah. But it just, it, it seems a lot bigger, though, Yeah. at the same time. It offers a lot more, okay? So, like, the yard was bigger. The patio was very decent to the fact that we could actually, I can't say fit more stuff on, but... Use the worked. space better. Yes. Yeah. And... 
the living room. It had a formal. It was living open room. plan, open plan living. Yes. So the kitchen, dining, and lounge were all yeah part. But then the you got the living room, room, and then you got the lounge room. They're like legit in the same spot. The only thing separating it is the dining room and the door. So I class it more as a theater room. Yeah, I guess so. But like, why would you have two people? Watching, like, if I'm watching my game and you're watching your game, and like, that would be alright, I'm happy with that. Really? Yep. Okay, well, that's the first. And because then I can shut the door and watch it in peace. <laughs> and I, I yeah. just need to soundproof the room because then I don't hear you go, ah, yeah, woo! Yeah? No, you're like, what the fuck are you doing now? That's more like it. I wasn't gonna say that, but you said it for me. Yeah, to be honest. Hello. You, you speak your mind. Yeah. And. My team has not been very good lately. So, I'm a god yell. Oh, well, you'll get to see him next week anyway. I know, I'm so excited. Off track, guys, off track. Oops. Sorry. Anyway. We need to buy a bigger house. The, yes. Basis is we need a bigger house, but we also need it to be flexible. Your parents come up every now and again. My dad comes up quite a lot. Yeah. Um, But we also like to have friends over and stuff, and I feel like... Okay, last time we had a lot of people over was Theo's birthday. And it's just too cramped, especially inside. Like, it was, oh. it was sort of all right on the patio, but once we came inside oh. to try and deal with the food and. And, like, our kitchen. Oh my god, there was shit everywhere. Well, there usually is shit everywhere in our house, but, like, this is just to show how small our house was. I just swept everything on the floor and sucked it all up. But I'm talking about, like, all the food. Like, that too. Yeah, all the food was everywhere. On platters and stuff like that. And foil tins or whatever. But it just sort of comes to show that we... I just really want to be flexible. Like, we don't know what's going to happen in the next three or four years. We no. could end up having kids. This house... Is not going to be big enough for kids. It's not going to be big enough. Because right now, we're in the third bedroom, which is the... Makeshift studio. Makeshift studio. Then there's the second bedroom, which is the guest bedroom. Which is where our parents stay when they come up. And then there's our bedroom, which is our bedroom. And guys, no you're kidding, we would not be able to fit a bassinet in that master bedroom. We got the ensuite and the walk-in robe and there's still hardly any space. I think I heard Theo just got wet. Sprinklers are on. Oh no. Seven o'clock. Yeah. Okay. He'll be right. He'll be right. He could stay outside for the rest of the night. But um See, that's a thing. We want to be able to have people over. We want to be able to fit everybody. We want to be able to invite people to stay from interstate. Yeah. Because we've had people want to come up and we just had to say to them, no, sorry, we don't have the room. We don't. Like if it was just two people, yeah, sure, they can share the, the, the spare bedroom. Yeah. But if they come with kids and then they bring a friend or whatever, you know, yeah. we've got no room. We don't. And I feel really bad. Like a lot of people would be like, no, just chuck them on a couch. I'm sort of that person where I don't mind sleeping on the couch if it's for, like, one night, like, if I'm bunking with somebody. But if we're there for two weeks, guys, like, the couch is a lot. And it's, there's no personal space there. No, like, I'd feel really like not. I was um, intruding yeah. if I was sleeping on the couch. But it's also, like, if someone's sleeping out in the living room, I won't feel comfortable coming out of the bedroom. And then I leave for work early some mornings to go to the gym you and pool get, and stuff. Oh, I'd wake like him four up. o'clock. Yeah, like, I'd wake him up. And I'd hate to do that, especially when I put the... Um, lights on. And the um, and the Nutribullet at yeah, 4.30 in the morning. I can hear it at the other end of the house, guys, but 
but it doesn't worry me. You're too dead much. to the world. Yeah, I'm dead to the world. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and the one thing that actually caught my eye with this house, it is the reason I wanted to see this house. It's the granny flat. Who has ever seen a house that has a granny flat legit attached to the house with its own carport or a and garage. kitchen? It, it's a one-bedroom unit, basically, Attached built onto, onto the, the house. house. Yeah. Because most of the other granny flats are out the back, and you've got to walk down a little path. They you don't can't have, have a car, car. This in, had its, in a garage. This had its own garage. Own kitchen. Own kitchen, everything. And Legit you, had its own backyard, too. And you could go in between the two garages. Yeah. For the house. So if you guys walk in through your garage like what we do... There's a door to the double lock-up garage in the main house. Yep. There's another door on the other side that walks to the single gar- garage. Uh, garage. And there, there's a door into the unit. And there's still facilities for uh, laundry and everything in that garage. I feel like the kitchen in the um, granny flat is better than the kitchen in the main house. Oh, my God. I said that, too. I it's so much too. lighter there because the um, the because ki- of the granny flat, there's one whole side of the house which doesn't have any windows, and that's the side of the house which has the kitchen. And it causes the kitchen, because the kitchen's in a corner, to be very dark. Very, very dark. There's no natural light in the kitchen at all. No. I can sort of live with it with our kitchen. That's where I put a skylight in. Yeah. House, house rules. rules. <laughs> house rules inspired. Um, no, like, to be honest, guys, it just... It sort of got to the point where I was falling in love with this house more and more walking around just for the sake of the fact being it's flexible. Like, we're only two people and a dog, okay? Like, you'd think we don't need a big house. But if you know me personally, I have a huge family, okay? Like, I have a huge family and I want them to be able to come up and I want to be able to fit them. But it's to the point now where we've been in council for a year and we've actually accumulated... A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And had no one come up and stay. Not what I was getting to, but good, no, good, I, I good try. Um, <coughs> I mean, like, over the year, we've actually accumulated a lot more friends than I thought we would have. That too. Exactly. Because when we first came up, we were always worried that we wouldn't have anything to do, especially, like, living together hanging out on the weekends and stuff. Like, I know you work full-time and everything, but it, it sort of got to the point where we were spending all our time together. The second it hit towards the end of the year, we actually started hanging out with our friends more. I started feeling comfortable in my job. I made friends. I go out for lunch and stuff with them now. Like, I feel like... I wish I could do that. <laughs> I really feel like this house that we're talking about, it's just something that... I would feel comfortable having people around. Yeah. Having people stay. Guys, if we had a party at this house, I'd be happy to be like, there's a bedroom there, 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 there. Help yourself. I wish. Mm. But then again, we got to buy the beds to put in those bedrooms for people to lie on. So. Air mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> Single air mattresses. <laughs> Keep them all separate. Yeah, keep them all separate. But, like, that's what I'm saying. So, having this past week, picking up the stray dogs, or what we thought were stray dogs, 
and taken them to the vet. We sort of just found out, um, we sort of just found out that we wanted to be a lot more flexible, get a house that we really love. I'm not even kidding, guys. $600,000 is a lot for a house. But, but then essentially, you're getting two houses. Y- yeah, you're paying you're for two a one-bedroom, one-bathroom, one-carport or one-car garage house plus a four-bedroom, two-bathroom, two-car garage house. That could potentially hold a pool in the backyard, guys. I've seen houses on uh, just just a plain old four-bedroom, two-bathroom, be- two two-car garage for the same... Yeah, for the same price. And it's in a good area too. Like, it's very quiet. It's on a quiet street and... It's sort of on the corner too. It's on a corner. But there's no one... There's, there's not there's like no it's one. a road. It's like a driveway next to us. Yeah, so like the houses sort of face our backyard instead of being right next to us. Which yeah, it's weird to explain. Yeah. yeah. It sort of feels like a court, but it's like a loop. Okay, we're living on a loop. but the thing with going to see so many houses you 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 pick up on the good bits and the bad bits of each house and then you're like okay well i really like the good bits from this house i want to have them in my house eventually but then the bad bits okay i might um i might not choose this house because it has these couple of little things yeah but then you look at that same house, and you think, okay, well, I've got the good things from the other house. Maybe I can put them in this bad house and actually make it good. Yeah. See, I, I sort of feel the same way, but this is where I'm getting confused whether do we buy land and build the dream house we want in a town that we know we're not going to stay in forever, or do we buy a house that's functional for us now, Which um, five out. years, ten years down the line, have people over, um, we could legit rent out that granny flat for an Airbnb. Like, you guys don't understand. This granny flat is attached to the house, but you don't have to have any contact with the people staying there. Who, you wouldn't who, even know someone is there. Who would want to come up and stay in Townsville anyway? Us, apparently. Hmm, I have no choice. Yeah, neither. Hey. <laughs> but, like, in saying it, I just, I feel like it's probably better to deal with a house that has pretty much everything we need, a lot, offer a lot more, but, like, the small things really are the fact of lack of light. Um, But then again, it'll make the house seem a lot cooler because it's so dark, I guess. But also, like, the lack of PowerPoints and stuff. And... And one thing I picked up on, which it sounds real uh, picky. picky, is the lack of internet ports. There's one in each corner of the house, but there's none in the middle of the house. One would think you'd have an internet port in the middle of the house, and then your Wi-Fi can go anywhere. Just to sort of centre it. Hey. Yep. Whereas in our house, it's right down one end of the house, and we spend most of the time at the other end of the house. Mm. And at the other end of the house... To be honest, the internet's the only reason I get up out of bed. Because that's a good Wi-Fi. Well, maybe I'll put it out in the backyard then. I'd still get it from the living room. I tried. (laughs) I think maybe get out, get some fresh air. No. I do, thank you very much. I get the new cast now. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, I reckon that's for another day.
Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that, hey? So with this podcast here, it is very sort of rough, I guess. But I like it, though. It's it's a discussion between both of us discussing adult adult things, adult decisions, things we want in life, things we don't want in life, issues, problems. I'm also trying to put out there, guys, if you own animals, get them microchipped. Yes. Bringing back that dog subject, we had the receptionist of the vet say she is so surprised by... Actually, no, she wasn't very surprised. She said to us, you guys will be surprised with how many people don't microchip their animals. That is the first thing I thought about when I got Theo. Yep. And I'm just glad our breeder got him microchipped for us. And he just put all our details in. Like, it is so important to microchip your animals. And there's some events there that can do it for free. Yep. It's this not weekend, like he's going to put it out. This weekend there's the uh, Pet Expo. Yeah, down at the Strand. We're thinking of taking Theo down there, having a look. Not that, he, not that he needs microchipping, guys. He's been microchipped since five six weeks, weeks, six five weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we got that sorted. It's not a problem. No. But then they also have adoptions down there, so we might come back with another dog. But then again, we've been looking everywhere. I'm actually sort of glad that I've conned you into adopting instead of purchasing. Well, pick them up from the pound, guys. It came by chance, though. It did. I really. You feel didn't like have to con me into it. I feel like this one came by chance. Yeah, I feel like you've really fallen in love with animals. So oh, I've always loved animals. I've just never had the opportunity. And you, you to haven't spend really had the experience them. either. No. Because we constantly went away every, almost every weekend. Like at school, work, swimming, and all of that. Yeah, so we didn't have the time to focus on a pet. Yeah, I'm sort of glad you're someone that did that because a lot of people still get pets and can't spend time with them. So, and that's why it kind of worked out well with us. Yeah. Because you worked weekends. And and you worked during the week. Yep. So there was always someone at home to look after the dog. Yeah. But that never neglected the time that we spent with him together either. I don't, I don't feel like he lost any. Which is why we probably should end this podcast so we can bring him inside. Yeah, but if he's wet, he ain't coming inside. True that. Because I'm about to go sit on the sofa and watch my game. And I'm about to go into the bedroom and lock all the doors. Not lock all the doors. Just sort of tune me out, I reckon. Yes. Because I can hear you from the other end of the house. You'll only hear me if it's a bad game. If it's a really good game, shut your ears. Yeah, exactly. So I know how well they're going. So I know when you come into the room after your game, I know who's won and who's lost just by listening to you. But then again, you always check the score beforehand anyways. But the fact that I'm watching it live tonight too, you won't be able to keep up. Ah, that's all right. So that's it for this week. You think so? Wrapping it up. Yeah. I think so. Like I said at the start of this podcast, guys, I really apologise that we didn't do it on Thursday. We were trying to be consistent. That didn't work. Because I got sick. Yeah. But that happens. But uh, hopefully we've made it up tonight. And we will not see you next Thursday. You will hear from us next, next Thursday. Thursday. That sounds about right. Alright. Uh,
catch you later guys and we'll uh, hear from you guys on Thursday. Don't forget to check out our Instagram and our Facebook page that has now gone live, Becoming the Snooks, and uh, keep up with all our details for our next podcast. And we might put that poll up on what to name the dog. Hopefully. Depending if we uh, come back with another one on Sunday. If not, you'll see the poll. Bye. Bye.